Well, that's the harrowing account of what happened on that day. Let's now speak to Numza Mongwaju, who is um, who's one of the survivors. She was 10 months old um, when that massacre happened in 1982. And she will speak to us about why it's important for South Africa not to forget about this day and how it's been commemorated for the past 40 years. Uh, Numzamo, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Aldrin, and uh, thank you very much. And good afternoon to the listeners. So you were 10 months old at the Correct. time. Um, um, but listening to um, that account there, mm. what comes to mind? Who? Um, you know, I've been asked consistently, how has that raid impacted me? Because I have no recollection yeah. of that day. But that's an elder brother to me, mm. Uput Manyano. My mother was there. She survived. And for the longest time, so after Maseru, we went to eventually stay in Tanzania before we came back to the country. And we were so insulated as children, yeah, protected. And I just know that how my father spoken about, oh, he died for the country. He was mm. a hero. So, yeah, you come with that. That's it. But now in my adult life, it starts to hit that... I'm actually dealing with transgenerational trauma because I've seen my elder siblings going through the most, right? Because after after Maseru, they are transported to Somafko, a school in Tanzania. No parents there, right? It's a dormitory. So you're dealing with life as it continues, yeah? So they're treated like comrades, but these were preteens, these were teenagers. Mm. And I know that some of them, they will tell you the 9th of December, when they were in Tanzania, they just close off. They become reclusive because just the recollection of the day. I've seen my mom, she passed on early this year, how for all these years, how this has impacted and she's never spoken because they are adults. You know, this thing about, oh, we need to protect certain information and all of that. But now I am personally and others who were born in 1982 saying it ends here. We are breaking the generational um, in transgenerational yeah, trauma because it still it affects us so I can't carry it to, for posterity right mm. we can't carry it to the children that we are going to bring to this earth so it's it's and and the erasure we spoke about the erasure just from us as survivors our stories are not being mm. are not being told we they are being told on a third person narration yeah these are the stories that we want to bring forth because it's always leaders of the ANC speaking on behalf of the survivors while we are still alive yeah. so yeah okay so we're going to continue the conversation uh with nom zamo um, any of our listeners perhaps who also remember that day 1982 where were you uh where did you hear about the news and also the second massacre in 1985 as well what do you remember about that i'd love to hear from you on 0614 you can also tweet at aldrin simpia and you can give me a call also on 086 you are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It is 21 minutes before 4 o'clock. We continue our conversation with Nomza Mongwachu, who is one of the survivors of the Maseru massacre that happened in 1982, where the apartheid government, South African Defense Force uh, commandos, attacked Maseru um, and also ANC members who were suspected of planning uh, to sabotage in, who were planning sabotage in South Africa were also killed in that massacre. And Nomzamo Mkwacho was 10 months old at the time. And I was saying now, Nomzamo, that your birthday is actually a reminder of that massacre every Correct. year. Correct. And, 
you know, previous years you'd be like, ah, you are the children of the massacre, but I'm an mm. elder now. Yeah. 40 means I'm an elder, yeah? So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a yearly reminder of, of that mm. massacre. And I remember in previous years with the other 40, I think the youngest who was born in 82 was three days old when wow. it happened. And her name is Liru Naribatu. And Uncle, um, Auntie Phyllis Naidu in 1992 wrote a book, an account of the 1982 Maseru raid, and she dedicated and she titled it Liru mm. Naribatu in dedication of this three-year-old yeah. who was born just three days three days before the massacre. And the father is Babuli Guam Sangoma. So now during our democratic dispensation, mm-hmm. um, what's your feeling? Yeah, I think the sh- the most shocking thing is just the erasure. The erasure of from the annals of the liberation heritage, the 90, both the 1982 and 1985 Maseru raids. It's like a by the way type thing. Um, I mean, you've got the Matola um, massacres, other um, frontline massacres, which happened in, in, in other frontline states. Mm. And also erasure of us while we are still alive, our stories. What do you mean by that? As in, we are not consulted. We are not um, engaged when the ANC leaders, the South African government officials decide that, oh, this year, actually, let's go to the Maseru um, gravesite where this, where um, uh, most, because most have been repatriated, most victims have been repatriated. But of course, they'll do the PR exercise of going to the to the gravesite to go clean. Mm. Mind you, there are families, 12 from 1982 from the Bas- Basutu families, three from 1985. But I'm telling you now, Eldrin, none of those are being consulted or engaged or even just a courteous invite to say, we are here as South African officials, please come through. Instead, after cleaning out, cleaning the graves, they go to the SA embassy. It's an exclusive type thing. There's a lecture by somebody senior in the ANC, of course, fine. But um, and also those lectures are mostly given by leaders who were not even there, who didn't survive. Uh, we've got prominent leaders who survived or mm. who were comrades of our parents um, pre and post-1982. Yeah. So that also, just the erasure of us being alive. Or if you are invited, you get an invite. Leaders will speak, tell your story on your behalf. Tell the story while you're there. You're not even given Accuracy. two minutes. No, 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 of course there's distortion. There's just this distortion. So it's we are treated like second-class citizens. In order to we have to grovel for us singlangi ANC, you know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just quickly take these voice notes on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Hi, Aldrin and the team. Eddie from Ondasres. No thanks for bringing the Lesotho massacre. You know, um, the day Oliver Tambo was was present and he delivered a speech there, a moving speech there. Um, that this incident has brought the African people together and the world has now known the atrocities of, of apartheid. And remember, 30 South Africans died and 12 Lesotho nationals also, also lost their, li- their, their, their lives um, because of this incident. Yeah, and that is Joshua Labuya Jonathan was the prime minister. And, you know, it was so, it's, it was so horrific. It was so horrific. And I'm sure this incident, it brings pain to Mehani Dimpohani because Ndate um, Chris Hani um, loved the people of, of Lesotho very, very, very much. Uh, good afternoon, Adrian. 
Yeah, uh, it's, it's quite touching. This uh, 9 December massacres in the Sutu. It's only not that. There was a Harare bombing. There was a Lusaka bombing. There was a Maputo, if I'm not mistaken again. I wonder why all those things, they are not said. Actually, the history of South Africa is not said. How all those things were happening by that time. I think it's time a lot of things must be said. South Africans mostly they don't understand the history of the country. Thank you, Lucky Jobek. Yeah, Noms, I'm listening to some of those voice notes over there. Um, yesterday, for instance, there was um, the event that was taking place in Freedom Park. Um, your own assessment of what was taking place yesterday, but also what is it that you expect of the ANC? Um, yeah, listen, yesterday was super triggering. Um, I think the, the person who was assigned to, to give a lecture, which is Ndadengwa Goramatlodi, I personally feel that he didn't read the room because for the very first time, um, as family members and survivors, we were in one room. As I say to you, that mostly these events are exclusive if they actually do think about commem- commemorating them. And um, I just felt that we were supposed to be given, the, enti- the entire program was supposed to be run by us. Yeah, not a lecture. Mm. I don't want to be lectured about my father. I know my story. It's still hard for me today to tell you how gory it was. Just his his cadaver when it was found lying outside naked and what Amabunu did to that man during that night. It's still hard for me to narrate that. So I don't need a lecture. I don't need platitudes to be told, oh, they didn't die in vain. We are here to restore dignity. No, you are not African National Congress. If, you, if that was the case, the, on, the honor, you ask the question, what am I expecting? The honor that you're supposed to give is the people who are still alive, who are still living in squalor here in Soweto, Bloemfontein, the Eastern Cape, still living in destitute, but they're degraded. They're treated again like second-class citizens. Yeah. So my, don't tell me about honor. We are doing most ourselves to, li- to, to, to carry the legacy mm-hmm. of our parents. So the ANC has done nothing, laying wreaths, while people are living in square, and we don't want money from the ANC, but don't come to our households and make promises. Do not do that. Mm. We will carry on the way we want our stories to be told. Now it's our time to take ownership and yeah. jealously guard our history, which is every time it's distorted whenever it's being uh, w- What told. was Mwako Ramatori's promise this time around as he heads to the ANC? And without ANC? him, without him uh, even hearing any word from a family member or a survivor, his promise was, I will go back to the NEC and report back uh, about this event. And that's when, that's what triggered me. And I just went off. I told him, I went off. There was no issue. Good see, there's, oh, I told him, you guys are liars. You guys have mistreated us for so long. What are you going to report back to the ANC? We've already give, washed our hands. As the ANC, you know, so what are you going to report back? Because they know if they want to go lay writs, they know where we stay. They will find us for publicity's sake. Mm. But we are talking about the, the issues of people's remains still in Maseru. And the ANC, all they are asking is, give us the paperwork, assist us. But with reburial, we'll do that. 
goes back to say we don't want money from the ANC. Yeah. But please do not speak on our behalf. Do not speak about our parents without us being part of those conversations. If I Funi as the African National Congress, because they can, there's lots of condescension and the infantilization. What do you guys know? Hello? Right, I'm telling you that the Department of Military Veterans, when they heard about this initiative, they were asked, they asked, who are you? Have you been verified by the ANC? Who is the ANC to verify me as a survivor? Because my, my surname is Nkachu, so people have to, Nkachu konje and classism. Yeah, classism is it because our parents were not um, prominent leaders of the ANC that we need to be ubanu nomzam. Probably they are trying to search ubanu nomzam, umtana nomzam. Those type of things, you know. So we're saying, listen, we want to own our stories. We are going to find private donor, but it is the mandate of the Department of Military Veterans and other state organs, yeah, that are assigned yeah. to give funding for such projects. But we are not going to grovel. We are not going to, we are, we've been mistreated, it's enough. We've seen our parents being mistreated. So we are saying enough, it's fine. We are going to find our own private um, uh, funding. We are going to document our own stories for posterity. It's fine, that's all we are asking. And whatever is going to report back, at the, he's, going, he's probably going to say, oh, there was this deranged girl with an afro that attacked me. It's fine. All we are asking, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much.